Hey, oh we... Matt, what's happening? I can't see you. You're live, dude. You're live. Oh, okay. Hey, what's going on? You're watching, I guess, the Film Drunk Frogcast coming at you actually live or something. Are they watching this actually live? Yeah, they're uh, watching it from, live. From me and Matt's uh, respective places that we live. He's got a nice studio. I don't. Um, I also forgot to pee before we started this. And uh, I feel like there's going to be some dead space in the Intro middle. me, bro. Oh, it's the irregular regular, Mr. Matt Lieb. Yo, fuck. I didn't think of a lum song. Well, this is our first time doing it uh, live stream style. So it's not. Uh, it, yeah, I feel like I've done enough. I've done enough. What's up, everyone? Uh, 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 let's sing of one. Uh, did I already do lum is the loneliest number? I've done that before. Uh, is it lum is the loneliest number or is it one is the loneliest lummer? Oh shit. One is the loneliest lummer though. If you think about it, cause you can't, <laughs> you really can't lum if you just got one. Well, yeah, it's also lonely cause it's number one and to get lummed, you need to do a number two. Mm. Um, wait, well, I don't know. I think, I, I don't know. You, yeah, you, no. you put those ingredients together and make them. I, yeah. <laughs> I sure haven't. <laughs> Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming to the first ever, uh, broadcast, uh, live stream, dude. Uh, I'm going to have to focus on, only on your face. Cause otherwise I have like my own face yeah. directly in front of me. And that's very hard. Yeah. To deal with. I don't know if other people like looking at their own faces. Mm -hmm. I sure don't, especially not. There's, there's this camera. The camera does a weird thing where on yeah. zoom, it's like looking into a mirror. So your right hand is your right hand. Yeah, but this is actually like not a mirror. So this is how yeah. other people see you and not how you see yourself. So I wouldn't like you yeah. put the hand up and it comes up, it flips it around on you and yeah. it looks weird. I'm not used to seeing that. Yeah. Well, I mean, just don't try to like cut your hair using the mm. fucking uh, this app. But, uh, you know, other than that, it's better just not to look at yourself. Uh, I have a yeah, I have a camera that is uh, far away from where, like, this is my eyeline for my camera. This is my eyeline when I look at you. And uh -huh. so I can just look at the camera the whole time and and not have to see my own face, which is kind of nice. Yeah, but then it knows when you're cheating. We know when you're not looking, when you're well, looking at something else. Besides. Well, no, they then they know that I'm looking at you. When I do this, I'm looking at you. And and by the way, Vince, you look good. Vince he is looking at you, kid. Hey. He is looking at Jews, kid. Oh god. Um, no. Uh, fucking the uh oh, the motorcycle. Oh yeah, forgot the, the motorcycle gang in your neighborhood. Yeah, they're still here. Um, the what do you call it? Uh, so when you popped in, uh, people don't know this about Vince, but and I was surprised to learn about him. But you hate the way you look. You just don't. Um, like, you don't like looking at yourself. I think I'm just hypercritical. So like if yeah. if I'm forced to look at myself, I'm constantly gonna be like adjusting. Yeah. I mean I'm like, oh that looks stupid. Wait, hold on. I gotta do this or that. And you can't do that and like formulate sentences. But we at all the same do time, it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess I yeah, you have to learn to multitask. You have to multitask your um your vanity. Cause that's that's what I do. I I'm I, I spend a lot of time just kind of looking at myself going like yeah, my hair looks like shit, but I'm I'm going to pod anyways, you know? I mean, your whole life is an elaborate exercise in uh, managing your vanity. So, like, I get it. That is true, dude. And I and I, I suffer from, I like, it's hard for me because I don't, uh, 
I don't want to like, that's why this, you know, I, I thought about doing a live stream, you know, forever. And I was like, we should do that. And then, you know, uh, and then you see other people doing it and you're like, I don't want to look like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And it, cause like everyone live streaming, they look like a bitch. And so I was mm -hmm. like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be one of those bitches who looks like a bitch. And, yeah. um, and now, you know, I'm doing it. Here we are looking like bitches. Here we are looking like bitches, dude. And that's fine. Um, shout out to all of the commenters. Vince, do you see on the side here? You can like look at all the com people commenting. On oh, no. See, that's a whole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, this is hell a whole for other thing. Yeah, it really. This is, is hell because you don't you just you don't want to you don't want to look at people. You don't want to look at yourself. You don't well, it's like we're trying talk. to have a conversation and then you, you then you got to like factor in people. Mm -hmm. See the the reason that podcasting works for me is because like we are talking to each other until it goes out on the internet and it doesn't feel it doesn't right. feel like a public conversation until it is actually public. Yeah, um, but you see now it's like oh wow they could be reacting to the dumb thing I just said. Like before, like otherwise yeah. there's uh you know you got your your safety leash that if I say something really dumb I could yeah. potentially go and edit it out which I almost that's, never do, but that's uh, true. It's, that's true. Just, just knowing that you have that capability is like a little bit of a security blanket. Yeah, you blanket could it. It's you could ruin your life on this stream mm -hmm. tonight. Yeah, you say the wrong couple of words and you're donezo, dude. Yeah, and you yeah. just gotta live with that. But um, but that's okay, dude. Cause fuck it, you know, everyone's gonna die anyways. Shit is, you know, coronavirus everywhere. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck. I don't That's give a good. shit. Hey, but look, aren't you happy that you saw first cow before you die? Oh my god, are we there? Are we going to talk about? <laughs> I the, don't know. The first Should we go cow? movies first and then uh, and then current events, or vice versa? That would be. I think that that would be a first for us to do movies first. Um, Let's do uh, it. So why yeah. are we? Why, why did we watch first cow again? Okay, so hold on. But before we get into it, first cow more like last cow. Did you see what I did? <laughs> you see, yeah. I'm you using the. Uh -huh. using the software yeah. i'm using the software and i could do a bunch of stuff like i i got check this out <laughs> wow i feel like i'm back in sixth grade again hell yeah dude is that did people say that to you um well i got man weenie a lot yeah that makes sense man yeah. weenie is it's pretty perfect because that's like yeah men have weenies anyways mm -hmm. first cow let's talk about it um so no I, we have to talk about why we're talking about it so we're talking about it because I did we this. We have to, but no, we do because I I need to bring this up because uh, I'm still angry about it. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're talking about first cow because I did a stupid thing where I wrote a tweet, um, and the tweet was something along the lines of, "Am I having a stroke, or can is anyone else having trouble naming five good movies that came out in 2020?" and I would say initially the responses were shit like, oh, fuck, yeah, me too. Or people being like, I don't know, uh, I can't, and then come up with four movies and then being like, oh, yeah. shit, you're right, though. There weren't that many good movies. Uh, and then somehow got picked up by fucking film Twitter. Uh huh. Yeah, people and, that watch 16 movies a week and they're like, how could you say something like that? I, I, it, it was, it was, it blew my mind because I didn't really know what film Twitter was. You know, I've seen people like, you know, fucking sucking martin scorsese's dick on twitter and stuff like that marty, people, please oh, sorry marty mm -hmm. uh, and people just dedicated to to liking marvel movies and like all this stuff. yeah but 
but I didn't, that wasn't really film Twitter is what I found out. Film Twitter are people who think uh, that um, making blanket statements about film uh, is uh, the biggest crime against humanity. Basically, yeah. They're you people can't generalize. Who, it's like worse to generalize about film than it is to 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 generalize about races to them. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I've and I've been attacked, and I tweeted about this, but I, I've been attacked by everyone on Twitter before. <laughs> At some point, I've been attacked yeah. by the, like the K Hive. I had the ADOS people after me. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones who are like uh, their uh, reparations, but only for. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, descendants of black descendants of slavery. And they're like, okay. we, they're super racist against uh, black people who are not American. It's a very mm. weird, mm. it's a very weird subculture of like right wing uh, black Twitter. Um, and I've been, you know, there was donut Twitter, there's neolib Twitter, uh, there's yeah. fucking Tulsa well, the actual, Twitter. the actual right wingers uh, made like a, a Jew cartoon. Yeah, uh, out Nazi, of you. And it reminded me of that yeah. Simpsons with Mo, where he's like, "Oh, you got the stink lines in there. Oh, the stink line." They did. They had you had uh, stink lines and like flies. Yeah, oh, people, around you. So if you don't know what Donut Twitter was, as far as I can remember, I forget who they were for during the primary, but they were basically, um, they were one of the many anti-Bernie, anti-left uh centrist twitter basically mm. they they all had donuts in their profile oh that's right it was an anti-bernie thing because apparently um at the 2016 dnc or something like that like debbie wasserman schultz didn't uh, like only gave bernie some donuts uh and it was or hillary maybe it was uh, hillary only gave bernie mm -hmm. donuts it was some like thing where they were like they're they're flexing on like hating bernie and cheating him out of the uh nomination in 2016 so uh they they've hated me the fucking anti-circumcision people have fucking yeah. brigaded oh, me the intactivists, you mean? The intactivists have brigaded yeah. me, but never have I ever been more annoyed at being brigaded <laughs> than by fucking film Twitter. They are the goddamn worst. They just yeah. started giving me lists. First of all, many people were going, oh, I guess you're having a stroke, which is like, that's not even a good, like, <laughs> that's, no, yeah. Like, you know, I opened it up for that. Like, you right. can't. I already, yeah, I already can't, conceded that point. Yeah, like, I threw the lob. You can't, you can't fucking, like, gloat because you dunked. Like, that's yeah. that's why I threw the lob. You can't actually use it as a dunk. And uh, it was just, like, everyone was giving me lists of movies. And the one that I saw the most that was on, like, everyone's top five, uh, besides um, Charlie Kaufman's really bad movie, which Ooh, I. That was I, in I top fives? Yeah, a lot of people like uh like that movie. Um but uh the the other one was First Cow, which mm -hmm. I had never heard of. Um sorry, and... I should tell you. Should I just tell you about all the movies I see every week that way you could know about them? Yeah, I mean, I guess, but also right. I don't care. Yeah, no, that's that's it... that's why I don't tell you cuz it's not that I'll tell you this week. I'll tell you what I watched this week. You want to hear? I, I would. I would love to hear what you watched this week. Okay, so I saw Herself. That's like an Irish movie. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh huh. That one's actually not bad. Not really like my cup of tea. It's the an same Irish lady. movie. It's an Irish movie. <laughs> oh, it's a movie. It's a movie about a lady. What is it called? It's called Herself. Herself, as opposed to himself. I'm sorry. What, what what's it about? Um, it's about this woman who gets uh, beaten up by her husband, and she decides to build a house for herself. 
purely um, out of potatoes. Yeah, because mm -hmm. she had she wouldn't fight. She wouldn't fight her da. She wouldn't she fight lost. her fucking da, and so she lost. Now yeah. she has to go build her own fucking house out of a potato sack. <laughs> Jesus doesn't like it when you live on your own as a woman. Everyone knows Jesus hates more more than anything. Jesus hates an independent woman. That's why he hates that bitch Kelly Clarkson. I'm sorry, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. because uh, she's Miss Independent. It was a uh, reference to a very old Kelly Clarkson song. My wife, all right, uh, pointed out that Kelly Clarkson looks like a dwarf, and uh, like I can't unsee it. And yeah. I never noticed it before. And then I'm like, what the fuck? She does. She looks. She has very dwarfy features. She has she has dwarf features. She's because she's got like there's a, a sausage finger thing mm -hmm. that, but it's like in the face, which is strange. Well, like her and proportions and her fingers, but her proportions are that of a dwarf, which is fine because she's a very she's a tall dwarf. Yeah. Someone asked me on average how many movies I watch a week. I think it's probably like like two to four. Uh, this week, so I watched herself. Mm -hmm. uh, that one was fine. It's by the director of the Iron Lady. Uh, oh yeah, Thatcher movie, which was like one of the fucking worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, um, I I only got halfway through it, and uh, about halfway into it, I was like, oh, this is a movie about how she's cool, and then uh, well, it's because she's an Iron Lady. Yeah, it, she's a goddamn Iron Lady. <laughs> Just can't can't do a British accent. Yeah. Uh, did you? I, I retweeted a sketch, an old SNL sketch that I'd never seen, and it was called like the history of punk and it was about uh it was about this fake singer named brian rubbish played by uh what's his name uh fred armison oh and, no i haven't uh, seen it and you know it was all like the typical punk things but then like it turns on the fact that uh after he you know he hates everything he hates the queen and thinks the queen is a cunt and a crown and all this but for some reason he really likes uh margaret thatcher and so uh -huh. the whole second half is him splitting with his bandmates about how much he likes margaret thatcher <laughs> And uh, I'd never seen it before, and it's probably like one of the best sketches that they've yeah. ever done. Um, so anyway, that was herself. That was fine. Uh, let's see. I saw the new Liam Neeson, the new Taken movie. Uh, there's another Taken. Well, it's not technically a Taken, but basically taken again. Yeah, yeah. Basically everything that if you take uh, Liam my fucking Neeson daughter one more fucking time. <laughs> this time I really will kill you. Um, they keep yeah. taking my goddamn daughter. At this point. She wants to be taken. Yeah. Um, sorry, so, I was looking up. The, anyway, I, I, I keep getting distracted by my own computer. So anyway, uh, yeah, Liam Neeson has to take a little Mexican kid and fight off some drug cartels. And that one was fine. It was all right. Yeah. One too bad. Oh, okay. The Marksman. That was the Marksman. Oh, um, all right. Yeah. I saw One Night in Miami. That which sounds was actually, so familiar. It's actually a rewatch. That was... Uh, Regina King, she's making her uh, directorial debut, and it's about oh. the night after Muhammad Ali won the heavyweight championship uh, for the first time. Yes, um, and, and it's Ma got like Malcolm X was there, and yeah. so like it was basically like a, the premise black, is a black dream team all hung out together. It's like uh, Malcolm X, uh, Muhammad Ali, Martin Luther King. No, it's uh, uh, Louis Armstrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, Tyrese Gibson. Tyrese Gibson uh, is Isaac there. Gibson. Uh, no, it was <laughs> Tyler no, Perry. It was, <laughs> it was Malcolm X, uh, Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, and Sam Cooke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, That's what and, I said. Uh, and so that was the premise of the movie, which, like, that, I want to know about those people hanging out. Yeah, but, that does uh, sound fun. 
what they do when they hang out is they all like get together in a hotel room together and just uh, argue and and like they it's all just like foreshadowing things that we already know about these people's careers <laughs> it's, it's so funny it's just fucking it's just fucking like sam cook like i think i'm gonna die <laughs> and then like malcolm x is like i think i'm gonna die too <laughs> yeah That's no it's moment. like it's like an extended version of a hey marvin or, hey, yeah, it's, yeah, right. it's your cousin marvin marvin barry <laughs> marvin x <laughs> you know that new political autobiography you've been... <laughs> no but seriously well, like malcolm, yeah. malcolm x talks about how he's gonna go to mecca and mm -hmm. uh and then like everybody else is like oh you guys should come yeah i want to go to africa and the whole time mm -hmm. i'm thinking uh saudi arabia is not in africa you guys what the fuck no one's gonna point that out um, oh that, that's interesting they all say they want to go to africa and then yeah they they reference Mecca being in Africa like three times. I'm like, I don't think that's geographically it's not, correct. Geographically, it's not. It's it's incorrect. But uh, you know, it's. I mean, it's connected through. I mean, if you, it's yeah. right across the way. Yeah. So Malcolm X talks about how he's going to go to Mecca. He talks about how he's going to split with Elijah Muhammad. Uh -huh. And Jim Brown talks about how he's going to go into movies. And then Malcolm X is challenging Sam Cooke about why he doesn't write political songs. And it's like. Yeah. If you know the general arc of these people's careers, like, yes, I know. Like, I know he's going to write A Change is Going to Come. It's a great song. Yeah. Uh, like, I know that Malcolm X is going to become, like, a regular Muslim and split. Like, we know everything that happened. So it's this weird, like, fan fiction where there's no suspense or drama. It's just, like, people having fan fiction-y arguments in a hotel room. Yeah, 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 yeah. That it, it's. I mean, it sounds like a play. That's kind of what I'm getting from this. Is it sounds it like was it was a play. Oh, that, surprise! Surprise! Yeah, surprise! Oh, yeah. a movie that it takes place in one location with a, a bunch of people from history having a conversation that's like weirdly like foreshadowing of every single thing that happens to them. Mm -hmm. That's a play. Yeah, uh, I would have never considered that idea. You know what the crazy thing is? What? What's the crazy? They don't. Thing? They don't even rap to each other. Like they do. It's not even delivered in the form of a hip hop musical. You mean it's not like Hamilton? No, not at all. Because uh, I know you're trying to like shit on Hamilton right now. <laughs> but listen, bitch, I fucking love Hamilton. Hey, yeah. Actually, this is how much I love Hamilton. I love it this much. You see what I did? I changed oh, that. You made me small. Yeah, I made you small, dude. Yeah. Hey, hey, look hey, at Matt. that bitch. Hey, look at that little bitch right there. <laughs> Vince a little bitch, huh? Hey, everyone, hey. let's let's get some Vince's a bitch going in the chat. <laughs> Uh, I bitch or do i just hate art that's the question oh do you hate art dude i didn't i didn't know i Let mean me just... this week it feels like i did because goddamn look what i did oh i see it yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. you live stream, baby. <laughs> you can do all sorts of shit when you live streaming oh, hell yeah man. um saw that movie and then i saw locked down which is a movie about uh, Anne Hathaway and she would tell Ijiofor and they're locked down. Mm. And you know what I definitely really want to watch uh, is other people talk on Zoom. It's super fascinating. Yeah, me. no, it's a great idea. I mean, I love that as soon as fucking COVID hit, uh, every douchebag in this goddamn city that I live in uh, had a fucking pitch for how they could make a movie in these trying times. And yeah. 
it just is like it's so goddamn annoying that for that to be the first thought you know what i mean for that to be right. the first thought like oh man i gotta profit off this narrative dude i got it yeah. i fucking i got uh, i got all sorts of creative juices dude like every time something happened like you fucking you know as soon as like katrina happened i was like oh what about a movie where like more levees break <laughs> like and like drowns the world you know or like what, what about Think about how hard dating is during a pandemic. I feel like people want to yeah. know about what it's like to date. Yeah, like what? Pandemic. Like what's it like? Because you know, if there's one thing that people don't know right now, it's what it's like to be in a pandemic, <laughs> and people want to see that. It's like, yeah. like who is this for? It's like the fucking uh, that the there apparently Michael Bay is making a fucking movie about uh, about a pandemic, but worse. And it's just like, why? Why are we? Why are we doing this? Like, yeah, just, leave me alone. I just want to watch the all the trip movies. Like, I give just, me, give yeah. me the trip to Greece where they fucking, uh, you know, they drive around Greece and, uh, and they eat food and they do impressions at each other. Like, that's the things that I can't do in my yeah. own house. Yeah, Larry Me Legal's uh, in the chat, uh, and he says, "Why did this- you put him on the screen? I didn't." Yeah. I didn't attend to this. Is yeah. this like a Patreon level that only Laramie can unlock? Only Laramie can unlock this. Um, but uh, soon other people will be able to unlock it and then they can put themselves on the screen and it'll be a whole thing. Uh, here's the thing. At this point in our lives, Vince, I think you have uh, you have to accept that you have to shill to the piggies. Sure. Uh, yeah. And let the piggies run your, your shit. Because Laramie, number one piggy. Yeah, and uh, like all of the piggies, uh, they just don't. I feel like if you don't bow to the piggies, they will, they will destroy you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, well, so just, they turn into feral hogs. They turn into feral hogs, and then and then you got feral hogs to deal with, and yeah. no one wants to deal with that, especially if you're on the internet. So then you, you so you see a, you see a lot of movies, and it's like it's a bummer because. Um, because they all suck and it's hard to know suck. which ones are good because you have to when you have to be the one to see them first especially now when like i feel like critics jobs were always fairly precarious but i feel like it's gotten yeah. way worse in the last few years so now yeah no one wants to criticize one of the five major streamers because like we're dude that, we're, the two, only... we're two of the five major streamers right <laughs> here dude right. yeah oh yeah i mean you just like i get it like you you're taking a chance every time you you're taking a chance of not getting the next like interview you want because of the movie that you shot on yeah last week because it's yeah chances are it's going to be from the same company I, yeah, that was kind of the feeling i got with most of these like film twitter people because like i think the reason the tweet got more and more heat was because someone who directed an indie film that came out at like the Venice film festival or something last year, like tweeted, like you must be having a stroke because you're wrong or something. And then yeah. everyone just was like, yeah, there's so many good movies. Uh, and it's like, you could tell, and they all were like, you know, I, you know, fucking blue check Mark fucking yeah. oh, like you film didn't critic. see julianne moore's directorial de- debut at the biennale you fucking moron yeah and it just felt like it was a bunch of blue check mark uh film critics who knew that the op uh the, the director who originally posted like you must be having a stroke was watching them and so yeah. they were just mm-hmm. like oh i would love to get an interview with you with you <laughs> and get me my friend it's like if you're a critic like try you know have some balls you yeah. know 
Well, no, you know, fuck they want to be the one that champions art, which I mean, I respect that. But like to act like it's weird to say that it's hard to think of five good movies from last year is weird. Plus, I saw all the movies on their lists and most of them weren't that good. OK, so the one that they said the most, the most that I saw, or maybe it was just one of the names that I thought was like just stuck out the most to me because I was like, that sounds like a bad indie movie. But OK, it was First Cow. Um, and First Cow is a story. I just want to address the comments. Yes, it is fucked up that Matt is dating a professional streamer. And so he has, you know, a nice camera set up. And uh, I tried to, I have bought a nice camera and it hasn't showed up yet. And I'm still using my 2013 MacBook to stream this on. Look how good this looks, dude. Look how fucking good. You look great. And I just, I just want to point out uh, real quick, uh, my girlfriend, uh, who I love very much and loves me back, um, streams. um, But in terms of like the setup, this is all me, baby. I set up this mm. whole room, and right. and I I set it up with obviously her career in mind because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know that's what a good boyfriend does. Sure. Um, but I also set up thinking to myself like, at some point I'm gonna get Vince to stream with me, and mm. when he does, he's gonna look so weak <laughs> because his shit is not gonna look good on mine. And, and you were correct. And I was right because I had no good shit, and I may get I buy a good camera. And so when I bought Camera, I decided, mm-hmm. what if Camera is uh, so good it makes Vince feel small? <laughs> and so and so I bought good Camera. Uh-huh. And now Vince feels small and I feel big and I'm gonna be big again. Hell yeah, dude. Oh <laughs> uh, hell yeah. Uh anyway, so I saw first cow, which um do we have a trailer? Can we play? A tra- can you do oh. a, sh- a share screen? And I was uh, supposed to look that up. Holy shit! Oh no, I can do it. I can do it. Check it out. So You're probably better at knowing this technology than I am. First cow, with your fancy ticker. I know. I got a fancy ticker, dude. Uh, yeah. Uh, first cow trailer. Let's see. Oh my god! A minute and fifty-four. All right. I mean, we can just play a little bit of it. No, give no, a little let's, taste. Yeah, let's give, I'm, I'm going to give, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just a little taste of a movie called First Cow, um, just so you understand what it is that um, I fucking had to watch. Um, and I, I hope I'm not giving away what I thought about this movie via how <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about it. But uh, Yeah, don't spoil your own opinion. Yeah, I really shouldn't. I really shouldn't. Okay. So this here is the trailer for first cow. What's your name? King Lu. They call me Cookie. My mother died when I was born, and then my father died. I never stopped moving. Then my horse died. Then my dog died. I had a rat, I had to feed it to my snake, and then my snake died. You have a cow. Cow I hope my China cow. man doesn't die. It's ain't a place for cows. That's no place for a white man either. I sense opportunity here. That's the cow from First Cow. There it is. If you guys were wondering who the first cow that, was, oh, that's the first cow. That's the first one. Six ingots for that last one. I taste London in this game. I taste like a bread boy. <laughs> Seems dangerous. I feels like I'm walking down Grove Cut Lane looking for a nice bread pie. Until she barely produces a thing. Some people can't imagine being stolen from. 
And Sophie's one of those. It's a beautiful thing. I got a window here, Cookie. History isn't here. All yet. of these. Mm, it's coming. But all right, that's good. I feel like they got all of these of fucking poll quotes make me want to fucking die. It's a, it, because they're they're all you're lying. You're you have to be lying. Okay, so first of all, I just want to say that trailer is better than the movie. It has <laughs> it has better pacing. Ah, that I'm sorry, dude. the The movie itself was dog shit. It was literally just like uh this slow plotting fucking uh. Look meandering thing where it yeah. felt like they were making it up as they went along you weren't but, sure hey, yeah the food porn was good like there was like a yes. solid that's when it got good solid 20 minutes of food porn when it was yes. really good uh and then it went back to being fucking boring again because all right it's one of those movies where like the filmmaker mm -hmm. films people's hands doing work yeah uh, to swelling music for like five minutes at a time. Yeah, and yeah. if you've ever like taken a film class, you've seen five people make that short film uh, mm -hmm. before. And it's not that impressive, but for some yeah. reason, uh, like people that write about movies for a living have not seen student films before. It's or they uh, have, and they think it's the purest form of film. And they're like, you know, they, they like go to a theater and they go, you know, this movie doesn't have enough, like, you know, just rawness to it. Like, I, I don't want to just see fucking Thor throwing a hammer. I want to see his hands as he slowly kneads bread. <laughs> yeah. Which look, I like that. They made that movie with, uh, yeah. with, uh, Josh Brolin where him mm -hmm. and some lady are making a uh, peach pie and it was uh, kind of hot. Like, it was pretty nice. It was like fun. It was like weird, uh, you know, sensual, like food kneading, porn it was it was good it was like a good uh you know little interlude but like so first cow i didn't i didn't hate it i thought it was fine but like they have this relationship cookie and the chinese guy uh mm -hmm. you know they're in like what is it the oregon territory and uh you know they start wheezing the juice from the first cow in yeah. the territory to make these oily cakes and again the food porn is great yeah but like that's the, that's the, problem, the best part of the movie i i just want to yeah. i want to say because i i've completely trashed this movie out of the gate um but like in truth as soon as it got to the point where number one they're they're the you meet the cow uh -huh, and yeah. and i'm down for a cow in a movie like i'm into it yeah um, and then the best actor and then they start making food it's like the part i like the best is when i was like oh they're running a successful business that's how fucking boring this movie was where yeah. I was like, I was happy for them running a business and there was tension there where I was like, Oh, I hope they don't get caught because they're stealing right. the milk from the cow. Yeah. There was about like, there was 30 minutes, 25 to 30 minutes of a good movie in there. But um, like when I, my whole comment on this movie was uh, NPR ass movie because yes. I feel like it, people were like, Oh, this is such a beautiful portrayal of uh, male friendship. And I'm like, no, what? it's not. This is a fake portrayal of male friendship. This is, there's these two, like it's not even friendship. It's a business relationship. Well, also they're like these two asexual men that live together and like never yeah. swear and never talk about sex and they never get horny and it's yeah. perfect for like the NPR uh, tote bag crowd because it really because it, it's like like they don't acknowledge sex ever like being a thing nothing it's, that's like you know that trashy poor people like is ever acknowledged in it's the, the anti-lighthouse it's what this yeah. movie is 
it's the anti lighthouse. It's like it's like they all of the things that made the lighthouse good uh, about two people being like kind of stuck in a. A pretty terrible situation. I mean, they're in the fucking, you know, middle of the goddamn frontier, and there's not even, there's one cow. There's so all of their bread, everything they have, there's no milk. It's just like shitty situation. But they're like, nah, we make them asexual and we make it uh, about an exciting new business partnership. Like, yeah. who, I, and well, oh, they're I like, just, they're not, hmm. they're not gay for it. Like the whole time, like any normal person sees this relationship and they're like, Okay, like, are they are they like in a you know a sexual relationship, which yeah. would make sense why yes. they're hanging out and like yeah. taking care of each other, or are they not? In which case, like, do they ever uh, you know talk about girls or like wanting to see a girl? And right. no, they don't do that either. They're just like in this inexplicably asexual uh, existence, which only only happens like on fucking this american life yeah it's only on this american life with two people just like where someone a narrator would uh really excitedly tell you a story about two people who opened a bakery and you're just, <laughs> yeah. and you're just like and and it's charming you know we met like, a woman who makes uh, <laughs> what was the pat oswald bit who who makes a uh, blow out of old typewriter ribbons uh, yeah right yeah. i mean i mean it really is an npr ass movie a re- like a this american life ira glass ass movie and like, and i would have good... been okay, yeah. okay with it um if it wasn't two hours long they if, if yeah. they fucking took so long to get to the point at which they start the twee little fucking story that is the main arc of the movie and and by the time i got there i was it was like 45 minutes in and i was just like what and i and i also was just getting more and more upset at the fact that people <laughs> were were listing this consistently in film twitter as a movie that was good and yeah. i was just like if this is if this is your good movie of of the year then i'm excited for the rest of the list i need to i need you to see no bad land and minari and what about the, there was a movie called 40 year old version which Ooh, everyone yeah. have fun trying to watch that <laughs> have fun trying to watch that one i i got through about like 15 minutes of that one and i was just like holy shit this is the i mean it's an indie movie. Like I get clerks doesn't have good acting either. Um, yeah. But uh, so yeah, it's like bad acting and like hokey, hokey little I mean, like jokes. I did ever send you that John Dolan essay about how New Yorkers are the biggest fucking rubes uh, in the world. Yeah. That was, yeah. Like, yeah. That, that was basically that movie where it's like, there's something about, you know, NPR ass New Yorkers that for some reason they really like hokey ass humor. It's like a New Yorker cartoon humor. Yeah. And that was that movie. it just i mean there's literal dad jokes in it there's literal like the jokes that exist in in the story are him telling a joke the setup punchline joke like uh trying to think of it as uh, like um what side of the tree has the most branches the outside and then they laugh and i was like fuck you (laughs) no Fuck you. You're not fucking. What are you trying to trying to run up the pages on the script with that bullshit? Oh, well, let me let me introduce you uh, to another movie called Pieces of a Woman, where Shia LaBeouf, uh, his whole character is like making jokes like that the whole movie. I I mean, I just don't I don't want to. I don't want to do it. 
Yeah, at least that one didn't get good reviews. It sounds like hell. I mean, it, it like, oh, and, and now I feel like I have to because I don't know what's going to get an Oscar this year. I don't know what's going to get nominated. I don't. I don't know for anything. Like, I really don't know. And and oh, it's, you're the one who talks shit on Palm Springs, even though I didn't talk uh, shit on Palm Springs. I called it Groundhog Day too, and I feel like that's a compliment. Because I I feel like they took you know the Groundhog's Day thing, uh, just yeah, the same a, way they same did way a Russian little, doll did, yeah. and they and they I, I they didn't improve on it, but they did their own take of it, and I thought it was a great take. I loved that they they went in that direction mm-hmm. with it, where they kind of like they might have explained the that. rules. They might have improved. I mean, it's not better than Groundhog's Day, but it is. Yeah, it's uh, different. It's different. Um, Groundhog's Day is maybe they took a Groundhog Day and made an Eternal Sunshine. Yes, yeah, exactly. And that is Which, I think that it's a good version. I like great taste that go mash them well, up. Yeah. Mash them, baby. Oh, I mean, mash them up like you mash your potatoes. Oh, then mash go and my fight potato your up your goddamn punani. Do they say punani? No, no one said that. No, I wish they did. If uh we got any Irish people in the chat, uh how do you say vagina slang in Irish? Cunt. Cony. Well, what if you're if you're Bill the Butcher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cunny. I think it's cunny. Anyways, um, I, so basically, the movie, uh, they're stealing milk from the cow and they're wheezing uh, the juice. They're wheezing the juice, and uh, eventually, the guy who owns the cow, who's a British man, is eats one, and he's like, "Let take get a lot of bread pie from my home." What are you proving bread pie? And then he invites him to make more bread pie. Um, How many and- times has he raked this bread pie? I feel like it's been baked and raked and he takes it. It's all the things to make a perfect pie. Um. Yeah, I so uh, uh, one thing leads to another. Eventually, they uh, get caught, uh, and then they run away for the last twenty minutes of the movie. It's just them running away, and then they die, and that's the movie. And did and it opens die at the end, did they? Yeah, that's the the skeletons. The opening of the movie starts with uh, Alia Shawcat. Is that how you pronounce her name? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, she's like hiking and she finds uh, a couple of skeletons. Uh, wow, I totally and, blocked that part out. Yeah. Well, that's when I knew I was like, Oh shit, <laughs> this, this is going to be a bad movie. Um, because it makes it a little better in my mind. Cause at least there's closure. Yeah. There's, there's, there's closure. I mean, it's it just like, I don't know. I, I have a thing where I don't, I mean, I don't hate Alia Shawkat. I'm sure she's a lovely person, but there's oh, something. her. Well, there's something about seeing her in the opening of this movie that I was like, um, and, and it was also the cre- credit sequence when it was like Alia Shawkat, Ewan Bremer, uh, Toby Jones. Um, mm-hmm. And then you watch the movie and you go like, they got booked on some fucking like one, they are some one or to two line having motherfuckers in this movie. <laughs> yeah. They were there for a day. They're on set for one they day. They were on set that. for a day so that this indie filmmaker could get this made. I, I guarantee it. And uh, and so I, I knew, I just knew. I was like, because I knew it took place in like the you know 1800s and it opens with uh, Ali Shawkat. And I was like, oh, we're going to do some, 
we're going to do some fucking like back in time thing. She's not in this movie. I was hoping she would play another character, but uh, yeah. Also, there's something about Alia Shawkat where she has the, the feel of someone who would like, like fuck your dad in high school. <laughs> Is that like a type that you knew? Yeah, I don't know. It feels like someone who like you're would... thinking of Mina Suvari, by the way. No, I'm thinking of Ali Shaka. She seems like someone who like <laughs> you'd be like, oh, "Are you fucking my dad?" And she'd be like, "Yeah, uh, he's a grown man. He can do what he wants." And be like, "You still married to my mom?" She's just like, uh, "I don't see how that's my problem." Uh-huh. And then you'd be like, "Man, she Ali Shaka is fucking my dad," and like. <laughs> You, I want to hang out with the girls you knew in high school. No, nah, this is not a type I ever knew, but it was a type I always feared. Does that make oh, sense? Okay. Someone That's who like, would break up my family. Like Oedipus, <laughs> but not? I don't know what that I, is. I, I honestly, I don't know what That's, it is. You have a Mina Suvari complex, man. I have a Mina Suvari complex where I am afraid that someone is going to fuck my dad <laughs> and then ruin my family. Does that make sense? Anyways, so that's like the feeling I get from her. Um, so I, I think she's a delight. I, I think love she's her freckles. Her freckles are great. Uh, I think that she is funny. Um, and uh, I think she's probably like a really nice person. But I th- also think she would fuck my dad. You have to put Laramie's comment on the on the screen. Uh, it's uh, Laramie said interviewed Shaw Cat once. We vibed. She said to call her Shaw Kitty. Moving forward in our relation. See, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, she would fuck my dad. <laughs> she would okay. say to my dad, call me Shaw Kitty. And then I would have to be there and be like, Dad, don't you dare. You only call Mama Shaw Kitty. And then uh, and then one day I would find them making out. Gross, man. Is it because she was photographed hanging out with Brad Pitt? I think so. I don't know. Maybe it was. I, I've I kind of always felt this. I think it was ever since I saw Look, the, sh- the. I show. don't want to offend you or anything, but your dad is no Brad Pitt. I'm. I've never not met him, but I'm fairly confident of it. Yeah, no, he's not. But like, you know, I don't know. He's got In a that, way, he's got that Lieb. Is he he's got that Lieb <laughs> he charm? Was, he was the original good lick, Lieb, good dick Lieb. He Damn was it. the first good dick Lieb. He was the yeah. first long ball Lieb. <laughs> I mean, no, we come from a long generation of long ball leaves. Yeah. Um, so anyways, in conclusion, um, first cow, solid, solid B plus. Solid B plus. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just don't get that thing that, um, people that are really into the New Yorker do where, um, in order for art to be good, it can't, um, like it, it has to be mannered to a certain degree. It's like very, mm-hmm. has to be super genteel. Like they can't ever, talk about sex or yeah uh, you know have actual exciting things happen it's like oh i only like the jokes that make me smile in my head yeah i i I don't understand it i i feel like um there's this like there's something appealing to a lot of people about like kind of like toothless inoffensive like shit especially like slow moving um like picturesque landscapes in films and like i i don't hate any of that but i just think it's like it needs to be done in a way that's entertaining i i, I mean i don't know watching what... it on our fucking home tvs like unless that's like imax who gives that's a shit. true that's true i mean and, and i feel like that is probably maybe one of my main issues with uh this year in movies is or last year in movies is the fact that like i didn't see anything in theaters and so there are probably movies that i 
would like more if I had seen them in a theater. But you really missed out on Vin Diesel's Bloodshot. Let me tell you, uh, it's too bad. I I uh, mean, I I wish I'd seen it on the theater. Um, yeah, I no, even, I can't even remember the last movie I saw in a theater, man. I can't even remember. For me, it was Tenet. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I still need to see that. That was also on people's list, and that's how I knew. I was like, these lists are lies. I kind of want you to see that just because like I'm impressed that it got made because I've never seen like a two or more than that. I think it's like a three. I've never seen like a three hour hundreds of million dollar budgeted Mm -hmm. special effects extravaganza that doesn't just plain doesn't make sense from the jump. Like it didn't, it started off not making sense and then they keep trying, kept trying to explain it. And then like the more they explained it, the less sense it made and it was just like a jumble of people shouting shit at each other not only that like they're trying to explain the plot to you but it's also got christopher nolan sound mixing so it's like a mumbly british guy uh trying to explain the plot while fucking explosions go off and inside a wind tunnel like there's something about christopher nolan and and his sound mixing that i i'm not sure if he does it on does he do it on purpose to me yeah i feel like it's a david chase kind of fuck you audience kind of thing at it, this it point. feels like uh like a fuck the audience type thing because it's like i oh, you, you know you can't hear everything that people are saying uh in life so no. why would you why would you hear it in a movie in a movie it's supposed to be close to real life you know so oh, are, when, are you christopher nolan's deaf screenwriter no. <laughs> yeah yeah well no i'm not deaf did you uh, write uh the sound of metal uh, was that no, I did not write sound metal. Because oh. I cannot hear sound. All right, I'm not. Doing... <laughs> no, uh, I yeah. I, anyways, the shit that he does uh, in his movies, for the most part, is uh, relatively entertaining. So I kind of like. I I think he's good at what he does, but I tried sure. to watch Dunkirk, and I was like, this is peak like him really wanting the audience to not hear a goddamn thing. Yeah. And well, that uh, was okay. Cause it was like, you know, I understood the basic battles there. It was like, Oh, he's trying to bomb the British and, and, and not get killed by the Germans. Like I got what yeah. was happening in that. I didn't need someone to explain why mm-hmm. uh, some people are shooting guns backward in time. Yeah. And other people are shooting guns forward in time it sounds like yeah it, it sounds uh bad and it's also something that it sounds like if the if if it looks cool enough i'll probably enjoy it uh yeah. b- because medium, i'm i'm like medium fa- cool i'm fairly basic dude it's like I, yeah. I, I it's not that hard to make me enjoy a movie i mean i mean maybe it's hard but there's like i used to think that and then now and now what oh and now you, you hate them all no, I don't hate them all. I just don't like first cow. What what else don't I? I like everything. Well, I don't like everything, but I mean, yeah, I you know what it is. It's ever I think since you like a normal amount of movies. I'll I like that. I like a normal amount of movies, and I don't love a normal amount of movies. And I love, I think, the most normal amount of movies, which is one, which is The Aviator. <laughs> yeah, that's the best well, movie. It is the wave of the future. You know what the best movie I saw? By the way, this is the longest we've ever talked about movies. Yeah, on the broadcast. Yeah, it's uh, kind of amazing, dude. I rewatched. I have to think about what movies I can watch with my stepson now. Yeah. Um, so we watched Master and Commander. 
yeah. last night and goddamn that movie's good. Oh, I, so good. I've still never seen it and it's like one of those what? movies. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm excited to watch it. It's something that I need to watch at some point and I've always like I've kept it on the back burner cuz I was like it's got everything. It's got ships, it's got crow, it's got masters, it's got commanders. It's uh-huh. like those are the things that I'm into. Um and I just kind of like put it off. It's the same thing with Road to Perdition. I oh, just, that one's not good. Is I that mean, one not, not good? No, not oh, like okay. Master and Commander. All right, but, well, because it's like a it's like a mafia movie, and I was just like, I'm gonna wait, yeah. and uh, apparently it's bad. No, Master and Commander fucking rules, and uh, for people who want like a good, you know, a good trip down memory lane with a Ben anecdote, uh, I was texting <laughs> with another friend uh, of ours who saw Master and Commander with Ben in the theater and yeah. remembers walking out and Ben being like, that was so boring. Just two fucking ships, <laughs> just two fucking ships floating around doing fucking nothing the whole time. And it's like such a perfect Ben opinion to be yeah. like, Oh dude, that movie sucked. Nothing happened. Uh, RIP to a real one. And yes, uh, I fucking love star Trek. The next generation. Yeah, let's this but stuff happens in Star Trek the Next Generation, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. it stuff happened in Master and Commander too, but uh Well, I never saw it, so I wouldn't know. But uh yeah, I yeah. Uh, on Amazon Prime Dog. I got to see it. You you had a comment um in one of our uh one of our group chats that I I lolled at, which was um you were kind of lamenting the way that movies look now. Uh, you were saying something along the lines of like movies all have this like like uh, a digital feel to it that looks like shit, and then you watched like uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula recently, and oh, that saw- was that was Bobby Hacker. I'm oh. I'm, I'm the colorblind guy. I don't know any of the, any oh. shit. Like that. I can't I can't tell the difference between any of that shit. That's why I'm not a photographer. Yeah, well, Bobby said, uh, I watched Bram Stoker's Dracula, and it it was like seeing a pair of tits for the first time. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I got to see that movie. Well, he also has like a QLED. He watched that on uh, on physical media on a 4K television. So yeah, that's when you know you're a true fucking nerd is that you what, yeah. see things on vig- di- uh, digital physical media and yeah. You can't watch anything on. He was the one that pointed out that like the capture settings for Netflix and Amazon Prime are all so narrow that he thinks everything looks kind of the same and shitty. Yeah, and uh, I haven't noticed that. I don't think my eyes are good enough to notice that. But I have seen a lot of shitty movies lately. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I have to admit that that there is something to that because there is kind of like. Um, there's a, a uniformity to the way that everything kind of looks, uh, especially like originals, uh, both on like uh, Netflix and Amazon that I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe that's it. But it's like yeah. the movies that they have, they're just like more movie movies that they license, you know, fucking Schindler's List still looks fucking good. So right. like maybe for him, it's uh, they all look the same. So I, well, I don't really know. It does seem like they make some movies deliberately shitty looking. Uh, yeah. Like Mank, Mank, as we discussed, even though. You know, I still like it, but yeah, it yeah. did look like unnecessarily shitty looking. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Uh, I yeah, I mean, I, I the only time I've ever noticed film quality was the one time that I saw uh, the P.T. Anderson movie, The Master. I saw it. Oh uh, God, on, that's so good. 
on on 70 millimeter film mm-hmm. uh, uh in san francisco and it was it was amazing i was yeah. like oh shit like this looks good i, I was like yeah I mean, I'm an idiot, so I don't know what I'm looking at, but I'm like, this is the most HD. <laughs> yeah. How did they get not- it so high? The def. <laughs> How did they get the def so high? Did they have a deaf man? All right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get canceled for doing an impression of a deaf man, so I'm not gonna do it. And also I want to point out, just for future reference, a bad screenwriter is not deaf. He's just stupid. That's <laughs> yeah. People should know that. They should know, know that. I don't know if you're helping. But right. uh, <laughs> do we want to talk about oh man, there's so many things to cover. There was Arnie Army Hammer being a cannibal. There's Army Hammer. People. There's a few things. And there's one thing that we are going to do, uh, just teasing it now. We are going to be taking live calls pretty soon. Um <laughs> you know, as soon as one comes in. Well, yeah, but Vince, here's the thing. You're going to have to, uh, you're going to be the one who has to do the uh, screen share so that, uh, yeah, uh, because I don't have access to your Google voice. Ooh, I don't know. Are they going to see some shit inside my account that's not going to be, I guess not. Yeah. Oh, you just, you know, you log in, you open up the screen, you go to Google voice and, and also you're the only one who's going to, what? Dox me, you guys. I'm the only one that's what, going to hear it? Yeah, no, you're the only one who's going to be able to like talk directly to the person. Uh, yeah. But but I'll tell you what to say. All right. Well, look, I want to talk about our fine young cannibal, Army yeah. Hammer. Oh, I, all right. So, um, I I you have, have the text. Yes, I I have the, the text. DM? Do you know yeah. Do you know who the DMs came from? I don't know who the original poster was of Army Hammer's DMs. His sexy, sexy DMs. Uh, I I don't either. I kind of like looked into it and um, I immediately kind of got disgusted by the whole thing, not because of the cannibalism, but because um, of the way that the story morphed Um, because it. Right. It couldn't just be that it was hilarious. that army hammers kinky. It had to be like it had to be was a moral problematic. And that, yeah. And that he was doing, he was doing like emotional abuse or something. And it was something where I was like, you know, I don't know, that could be the case, but also like, but you don't fucking know that you don't know that. And also like, let's be, let's be clear as to what's happening here. Um, these were leaked for the lulls. Um, people don't understand that they can just laugh at something without it being like a moral judgment anymore. Yeah, and 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 I'm I where where I stand against like uh the this kind of like uh knee jerk outrage is um when there is no crime and not to say crime but it's like like from what I could read it's just that he's he's a sick fuck I and. <laughs> And and like being a sick fuck isn't illegal. I mean, it depends. Yeah, what if I call something sick fuck? That usually means non illegal shit, uh, non non problematic shit. Because I don't, you know, listen. Some people like to are into blood play. I'm not, and I think you're a sick fuck if you are. But also, you're probably. You, but you like people drowning in dirt. That's normal to you. I mean, I'm also a sick fuck. Um, yeah. Well, to me, it was. The story was uh, it reminded me a lot of Tiger Woods because mm-hmm. like for Tiger Woods, entire career, I thought he was like the most boring human alive because he never I mean, he's been famous since he was like three. So I kind of don't blame him. Like he's just 
super guarded persona more so than like any public figure ever probably uh -huh. so like he'd get on camera and he'd be like um yeah you know i, I thought i hit the the long irons uh really well today and uh and you know i only had about the c plus game on my wedding <laughs> but uh luckily the putter was working and uh you know that, that's all that's the result you see like that was that was tiger woods's like entire persona for like fucking 15 years when he was one of the greatest athletes ever sure and then Finally, it comes out that he's like a crazy fucking uh, horny ass dude this whole time, like banging Perko's waitresses and having <laughs> fucking and, and like just trying to wife up every chick he meets in every town across the country uh, for a while. And I was like, oh, why couldn't Tiger Woods have been interesting this whole time? Instead, yeah. he fed us like this manufactured, boring ass persona. And so now it's like Army Hammer, like up until now, I just thought he was like the most boring wasp uh on earth like i thought he was you know yeah basically like a rich kid fucking winklevoss and yeah. uh it turns out no he like he wants to fuck you so bad that he he fantasizes about eating you which uh you know at least makes him interesting i mean it makes him someone i want to like be like hey tell me more like i want to know more about you now you know before yeah. i was just like you know I, even when, fuck. I thought even, we knew everything even when you were two Winklevosses you are half interesting and yeah. like now I'm like okay all right tell me more about yourself um so here's the big one that I think got shared the most um which is uh uh and again the veracity of the of, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh, I love it <laughs> the ver the veracity of these tweets um is questionable and in fact i do believe that he's it, denied it, it he's he is vehement vehemently denied it my um, favorite thing is that uh when you accidentally when you try to hit two spaces to make a period sometimes mm -hmm. it, it, it fucks up and you get b and so you sound like a fucking 80s rapper <laughs> where, he, where he says he says uh i'm 100% a cannibal i want to eat you Fuck, that's scary to admit, B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it so much better. Very cholo. <laughs> oh, that's scary to admit, B. <laughs> oh. Um, so yeah. Um here here that it's uh oh my god, this is my best army hammer. Oh, that just made me so hard, and it makes me confused as to why. Is that even possible? So hard. Why is he Buffalo Bill now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that a great big fat person? <laughs> oh, so hard. Thinking of holding your heart in my hand and controlling it when it beats. I I'm love that one. Thinking of controlling <laughs> holding your heart in my hand and controlling it when it beats. He's a fucking poet. Like, that is good erotica. I mean, that is, like, straight up, like, just... I just want a Kalima Shakti day all over that fucking pussy. Like, <laughs> I want you to moan Om Nom Shubai, Om Nom Shubai. <laughs> like, I am Lum Lum Shubai, Lum Lum Shubai. I am 100% cannibal. I want to eat you. I just love this moment of vulnerability where he's just like, I want to eat you fuck yeah. it reminds me of that kate willett bit where she's 
where she's having sex with a guy and she tells him to talk dirty and he says, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to kill you. No, he says, I want to squeeze your boob. And she's like, uh, <laughs> can you be a little dirtier? He goes, I want to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Just, I, I want to eat you. And then fuck. That's scary to admit, B. <laughs> <laughs> I just the vulnerability of that. Yeah. I've never I've never admitted that before. <laughs> Even though he's probably sent the same text to like 10 girls. Oh, for sure. Like that is like it's like that was my Tinder game back in the day. It was like, hey, you want to go uh do a heist? It was some some lame fucking normie shit yeah, like oh, that. Man. And and it was just like send it to a thousand women and be like, <laughs> you want to do a heist? Yeah, yeah. Man, your Tinder game sucks, dude. It worked though. Sometimes people got coffee with me and then I'd be like, I'm sober. And they'd be like, bye. Um, uh, I've never admitted that before. I've cut the heart out of a living animal before and eaten it while still warm, which is, um, I mean, first of all, that's, Wait, I don't see that one. You didn't put that one on the screen. Oh, oh, it's there. It's just, uh, here I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can scroll down. That's, that's the, that's the very last one. Do you see it? Wow. I don't think that's true, but I, I like that. He said that I like that. He said that. Um, and also, um, I, I, again, the veracity of these tweets, uh, it has been questioned and mm. vehemently denied by army hammer. So we're yep. not saying that it's you know, him. So he, he denied this in the midst of dropping out of his new movie, which I, th- that seems suspect to me. I know it's super sus and, and it does feel kind of like, I, I don't know, like, it feels like he got fired from that movie, but they were like, well, let's not publicize that, but J-Lo doesn't want to work with you after reading those tweets. Um, and, and I did uh, do, do some further research on this um, and found apparently the person this is like one of the stories. I don't know if this is true, but there was a person who admitted that they made them up and said like, yes, I made it up, but wasn't it funny though? Um, <laughs> which is, yes, is the answer. Um, yeah. Sad. Then, it makes me sad that if Arnie army hammer didn't say that, cause I really yeah. wanted to believe that it made me like momentarily uh, interested in it. Yeah. But then um, there was like a, uh, so the person who like publicized it and really like turned it from like a, this is funny story to a me too story. Um, uh, like heard about the like recanting, uh, and at first was like, Oh, okay. And then decided again to unrecant and say, no, it's all real. And I stand by it. And I I'm just like, I don't care anymore. I don't want right. to know. No. I want I want to live with thinking that it's real and yeah. that it's not uh abusive because at this point I don't know. I I don't know the answer. I know that someone that person copped to it being fake in a private DM that got leaked. Uh and then um uh, yeah then someone said the cannibal stuff went too far in the DM and then the person was like I'll try I'll, I'll try harder next time lol. Um <laughs> But like, I, I just am like, it's, it didn't read like a me too. And then it got turned into a me too. And I was like, I think this is just a funny, most likely fake thing. And we can all move on. You know? Yeah. I mean, not that I really want to, I wanted to believe. 
I want to believe it. I want to believe that he's just like, I've cut, I've cut the heart out of a living animal and eaten it while I was still warm. But like, I mean, but it, it, the thing that, what made it believable. Well, that, was, that was plausible deniability for like the rape fantasy part is that uh, he mm -hmm. was like, oh, I didn't mean like I literally raped her. I just talked about cutting an animal's warm heart out and eating it. I obviously didn't do that. Right. Yeah. I mean, so uh, someone, uh, Mr. Butzo just said, uh, there's a bunch of fetish shit in his Twitter, uh, likes, um, but cannibalism is a stretch, but that, that is, that's what made the story real to me. That's why I was like, I think this is real because I, I a few months ago, there was something with his, uh, I forget what it was, but there was something where there was like a hint of like, oh, is Army Hammer a freak? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And and I, I totally forget what it was, but it was something that was like a little signal. Wow. Of, course like, he's, of course he's a freak. He ate the peach, man. Well, yeah, he's a fucking freak. He ate the peach. Uh, I mean, that was, uh, I mean, I, I've, I, I've masturbated to people fucking sinking in quicksand, but I would never eat a cum peach. I think I think ever. You should ask if Francesca wants to eat the big mouth Billy Bass sometime. I will never do that because I love her and I would never subject her to my weird kinks. Instead, I will live with them in shame and loneliness <laughs> until my dying days. And that's okay. That's what a healthy relationship is, Vince. Mm. It's mm. not sharing the big mouth Billy Bass and having that be your thing. Everyone gets their own thing. Sure. And, and mine is that fish. Um yeah. So anyways, I want to believe it. Uh, it would be sick if it was real. Both sick as in cool and sick as in uh, deranged. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Francesca just commented. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hey, sweet. Uh, we were just, I was, you know, we were just talking about Big Mouth Billy Bass. Um how come you saw Vince hates art on the screen? It feels like, oh, yeah. my yeah. bad, dude. Uh, instead, I, I'm going to replace that um, with something else. Uh, and what that thing will be, will be all now. Whatever will be, will be. 415-275-0030. That is... That is the phone number. For... Oh yeah, there you go. I see yeah. what you're doing now. Oh, dude, I forgot, dude. You see, this is I forgot to do this. Army Hammer fucks weird. I like prepped for this <laughs> and everything. Oh, I've prepped. Um, now we'll just we'll just go back to Vince Mancini eats mandolinis. Mm, um, rude. So Vince, do you want to try and take uh, a couple of live uh, phone calls? I'm ready. No one's called, man. I got the thing sitting right here. Oh, you got you got it sitting and ready to go. Yeah, if someone calls, I'll answer. It's been ready. Oh, that's great. Okay, so uh, we're gonna you know take some live calls whenever you guys uh, fucking. You fucked up the number, you dickhead. Oh no, zero. Uh, sorry, my bad. Oh fuck. Oh shit. All right, hold on. Zero zero three zero, dude. Uh-oh, oh. someone's calling. Oh, hell yeah. Let me see if I can screen share. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, screen share that tab. Please hold. I'm screen sharing. <laughs> this is very exciting times. Hold on. Hold on. Let's see. Okay. 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 Screen share that tab and make sure share audio. Oh, Chrome tab. There we go. There we go. 
I'll and also tell him to like turn off his to like mute his uh YouTube or whatever is open. Oh, is there it, it is. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Yo. There it is. Can you hear him yet? You can't hear him yet, can you? No, no, it's coming through your speakers, dude. So you gotta hold go. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I knew this was gonna happen. No, but that's why I was like, go into your system preferences, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, H six, H six. See, that I was right. Sound? I told him earlier, and he was like, "Why?" And I was like, "That's why." Uh, hell yeah, I'm very excited. I wonder what he's saying. Are you there, Vince? Are you frozen? Is oh fuck, bro. Vince is frozen, you guys. I'm talking. I'm talking oh. to you. Can you hear it, Matt? Oh yeah. All right. Hold on. Add to stream. Go ahead. Is he talking? <laughs> Vince, we got a lot of echo. Is is he talking? Not yet. No. Tell he us. Just that said, he just said okay. Did you hear it? No, did you do share audio? Did you click share audio when you shared this? You guys. He's talking. Uh, okay. Uh, share it again. <laughs> oh, hide the number. Hold on. Oh. oh, crap. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hide that shit, dude. Scroll. <laughs> oh you know what you do uh uh like make the text bigger you know how you make the text bigger if you make text bigger dude oh, fuck this <laughs> we can't we can't do it it's not we're not we're not doing yeah, it uh, the, uh, the problem is all right <laughs> all right we're gonna work is, out the kinks on that and no uh, you see the problem is you're not good at computer stuff so i could have done true. it uh, which which account is it is it the Frogcast account? Uh, what's that? What what account is that uh, attached to? Is it the Film Drunk Frogcast account? I'm not telling you. No, you have to tell me so I can do it. No. We we promised a live Francesca. When he goes, when he goes uh, share screen, yeah. just click back to the two of you guys to hide that third screen. Oh, okay. And you can still hear but you'll just see the two of you. Oh, but you weren't, you weren't hearing it though. Were you way too hot? Yeah. yeah it's, it's very hot in here. It's it's super hot. It's super, super hot. I, I'll be fine. This is a one hot day in LA. Okay. So Vince, we're going to try it again. Uh, you didn't hear the audio though, right? Yeah. But that's because you didn't press share audio when you shared the tab. Oh, I told you to do that. There's a button that you click okay. at the bottom. But I was, dude, come on. Okay, so we're going to do it again. Someone else is going to call. And then when you do the share screen, you click it, and then you go to Chrome tab, you click then the you're, tab. You're still going to show their number, aren't? isn't it? No, no, because now I'm going to uh, now I'm going to just show our screens. We're not going to show his screen. Okay. See, guys, this is normally the stuff that we edit out, but like the magic of live streaming is that you get to see us work out uh, technical difficulties. But the truth of it exciting? is that people love this. You know what I mean? Just two guys not good at computers. I'm not 100% convinced, but uh, sure. 
Yeah, see, but the, like like people be saying this shit. This is the content I was waiting for. See? People okay. are into it, dude. So as soon as you get another call, all right. You got to do the share audio thing. Um So anyways, what's in the news? <laughs> well, there was a uh, Trump I can't believe this was news that Trump saying that he wasn't going to pay Giuliani was like, oh, you know what was a good story? It was the shit story. What's the shit story? About uh, the Secret Service people uh, not oh having a place God. to shit. Yes, that was that was incredible. That was like next level. Like, I, I so tell the story. The story is about so basically, Ivanka, um, uh, Ivanka and Jared Kushner have a secret service detail um mm -hmm. you know because uh because you know they're fucking close enough to the president but um they have six bathrooms in their house and they wouldn't let the secret service uh people use any of their bathrooms um and so which is 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 so incredibly um I don't know what to what the word it's so incredibly Larry David of them that I almost yeah. respect it like like there's something about it that's so like revolting uh like you have to be such a disgusting human being to be like i have six bathrooms and i can't stand the idea of one of the like someone else's lowly doo-doo going in there only like high class refined doo-doo is allowed in our six bathrooms <laughs> that i'm like you, you guys are like yeah i mean not letting, you're, next, you're next level not letting the help use your bathroom is uh you know, that's pretty on the nose. Um, so like what they had been doing was, I guess, like Obama lives nearby and uh, and Mike Pence lives like uh, a mile away. Mm -hmm. So, well, first they tried to get a porta potty, but they just like put the porta potty like in the neighborhood on the sidewalk. And all these like rich assholes were like, hey, we don't want a fucking porta potty like sitting blocking our sidewalk in our like nice neighborhood because it looks like shit and we can't get by on the sidewalk as if any of them were walking but right. um so what they were doing was i guess the obamas lived nearby and they had like a garage that's like downstairs with a separate bathroom huh. that they would just go in uh to the garage and and use the bathroom there and i gotta find the actual quote so i don't mess this up <clears throat> The Obamas did not use the garage, so the extra traffic to and from the command post caused no problem. Yet this solution, too, was short-lived after a Secret Service supervisor from the Trump-Kushner detail left an unpleasant mess in the Obama bathroom at some point before the fall of 2017. According to the person briefed on the event, that prompted the leaders of the Obama detail to ban the agents up the street from ever returning. So uh, one did one dude did like too nasty of a duty, and they were like, <laughs> "Never again, <laughs> never again." I want to I want to meet the fucking hero who fucking torpedoed that bathroom. Like that's that's incredible. That yeah. Is... Uh, well, also like it really bugs me that the Washington Post just said an unpleasant mess without ever telling us like was it a shart was yeah. it a shamit did someone upper deck them okay, wait, what was the second one a shamit a shamit yeah that's when you shit and vomit at the same time oh my god i didn't know you could do that i mean i i guess i didn't know there was a name for it you know that's uh that's pretty wild <laughs> if someone upper decked the kushners though <laughs> well they would have 
Mad it someone from the Trump detail upper decking the people from the Obama detail. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the unfortunate thing is like, you know, it's, it's, I call for decorum in our political <laughs> life because every time I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if someone upper decked the Trumps? It's like, they're going to upper deck you and all of your heroes way before you upper deck them. Yeah. And it's going to be so much worse because this is like straight McDonald's do <laughs> like it's so, you know, that's why I'm like, hey, you know, let's call a truce. Everybody shit. <laughs> yeah, we're going to hey, we're going to get pulled if you used to license material here. You're not allowed to do license. Ooh, material. Damn it. Well, I just did like one bar. No, that's so. OK. You're allowed to do it. Uh, did we get any calls in the meantime? You keep asking, like, I'm not going to pour them over if we do. I feel like you're not. I feel, you know, that's what I feel. We're getting one. We're getting one. Yeah. Okay. So remember, share screen and then click the tab that says at the bottom, it says share Uh, audio. audio. All right. I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay. I'm doing it. All right. Okay. So I'm going to try this and then. Okay. So I'm going to try this. Yes. Okay. Tell him to turn down his uh, YouTube. Can okay, you turn down the machine, please? Can you turn down the machine, please? Oh, we're okay. Oh, there he is. Hell yeah! Hello, this is Jordan B. Peterson. Can you hear me? Oh wow, you're alive. I was worried about you after that meat coma you're in for six months. Oh, yes, I have awoken from a meat coma for eons. I slumber upon a bed of raw meat, awakening only once every century. To feed and uh, spread <laughs> far right talking points under the guise of centrism. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty intense. Um, so, what are you up to now? What's your daughter doing? Uh, what is my daughter doing? Well, she is currently helping me slay the chaos dragon. <laughs> who's who's that? Uh, the chaos dragon of femininity. Oh man! <laughs> Have you not read my tome? Of rules for life. Oh, I I haven't, but you know. Can you ask I, him to remind us of what those rules are? Because I oh, forget yeah. what what are the rules. Matt is asking whether you could remind us what the twelve rules for dating your teenage daughter are. Oh wait, no, sorry, for living life to its fullest or whatever. Okay, well, rule number one: uh, you buy the big mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> okay, you buy the big mouth Billy Bass. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and then you are. Uh, you skin it. Oh. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm quoting from my my latest book, Twelve Rules from Big Mouth Billy Bass Ownership. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the the meat coma has me a little fuzzy. Yeah. Um, that can happen. I don't know. Clean your room. Uh, uh, I don't know. Call call SJW Snowflakes on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't fucking know. Oh wow. You know it's really easy. The piggies just eat it up. Whatever I say. Yeah. <laughs> I forget ninety percent of the things I've written too. So you know, don't feel bad. Cool. You know, you're trying. I know you guys are trying to yes and me, but unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not quite good at that. So I think I'm just gonna hang up. No, you tell him you was doing now, great. You were doing great, and we appreciate it. Okay, uh, go eat the beans uh, and look out for my new book, uh, 12 Rules for Big Mouth Billy Bass Ownership. 
and uh, don't eat cheese after midnight. Oh, hey, thank, thank you for that. Have fun in Serbia, and you know, don't listen to your daughter anymore, but uh, tell her I said hi. I, I will go back to my meat coma. Good, good night and good luck. Yeah, like, I like that he's going to go back. <laughs> Just like, anyways, going to go back into the meat coma. Uh, thank you, Jordan B. Peters. It's nice to get like a celebrity caller on this yeah. show. It is nice. You know, we have a lot of celebrity listeners. So, hey, wh- like not to get too real, but like what is Jordan Peterson's deal? Like did he serve? Like, he was in a medically induced coma, which is generally bad. I've- here's my thing about researching this um i'm not going to because i answer the next call oh we should we should answer the next call okay but just to say real quick um i'm not going to research it because i feel like as soon as something happens with it we'll know we're very online someone's going to report it you know oh shit oh fuck oh shit hold on matt ruined it no 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 he's here all right we're good you're live all right, cool. Hey, all right. Uh, congratulations on your first live show. Thank, oh, thank you. you. A real, like, actual content question. Yeah. Um, I've always really liked your book recommendations, mm. and because 2020 was, like, a lackluster year for movies, do mm. either of you have book recommendations? Ooh. Matt, what are your book? Re- I'm looking up my uh, uh, my Audible account so I can remember what I read this okay. year. Okay. Tap, tell yours. Tell our caller because he won't be able to hear me. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That is saying uh, right now I am currently reading a book, and by reading I mean listening to. I've talked about this. Um, I'm I'm. Uh, For the record, I can't hear Matt. So I'm oh yeah, back on this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Napoleon, uh, a life. Uh, He's by- reading Napoleon, a life. By Andrew Roberts, um, okay. because I've never read a historian. Bo- I, I've never read a historian's uh, before who was so horny for Napoleon. He and says he's never read anyone who is horny for Napoleon like this before. Yeah, and <laughs> it's it's why he's wildly horny for okay. Napoleon. And I I'm into you know history of the Napoleonic Wars, so like uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm down for any kind of content, but I especially like horny content. Tell yeah. him all that. Yeah, he likes horny content. He loves it. It was great. Uh, let's see. Some of the things that I read that I enjoyed. Uh, I read um, I read The Big Fella, which is a, a bio of uh, Babe Ruth by Jane Levy. I enjoyed that one. Mm. Um, that's just a fun time period. Uh, there's this one called Genghis Khan and the Making of the Modern World, which I uh, enjoyed. Mm-hmm um let's see oh thomas frank's book i think i interviewed him the people know i keep trying to get matt to read that one yeah what what is which one was that that one's uh thomas frank it's about it's called the people comma no and it's about like the uh history of anti-populism and basically kind of about how uh the democratic party turned into like the party of the elite and um we sort of uh we sort of like have incorporated all this like anti-populist language, which originally came out of the early 20th century, like populism movement that, you know, sort of gave us the new deal and all the labor reform in the early century, uh, 20th century. But then, um, you know, we're actually, he's talking about how like the people have ever since Trump came to power, they've sort of, uh, taken the language of the original 
anti-populist backlash uh, and like made it into like Democratic Party platforms, which sucks. Um, good book. It's kind of sad. Nice. Uh, I read like two or three Jeff Perlman books who writes about like sports. He wrote one about uh, the Cowboys. Um, he wrote one about the USFL and he wrote one about um, the one that came out this year was called three Ring, three ring circus. And it was about uh, the Lakers dynasty of the aughts, which is really funny because it came out like, I don't know, a month after uh, Kobe Bryant died. And the book is basically just <laughs> one long book about how much Kobe Bryant sucks and what an asshole he was. And like Ooh. yeah and basically like it's kind of crazy because like no it seems like no one liked kobe at all and wrong uh, i liked kobe always like kobe kobe oh no cool. i met people that actually knew Ooh. him oh oh okay yeah yeah so i i don't want to keep you but i'm reading um plot against america right now oh such a good book i know that you two had talked about the beginning of the series yeah is it worth sticking with is it worth finishing or would you recommend moving on uh matt do you oh, recommend? I don't think I've read that one. Do you recommend okay. sticking with it? Is he talking about the book, or is he he's reading the book right now? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, the book is incredible. The series cool. Thanks, is, good is pretty good. He yeah. says the book is incredible, and uh, series oh. is pretty good. All right, that's good to know. Excellent. There you go. Right, thanks, folks. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, dude. Thank you. I gotta Ooh. say, calls going great. The best yeah. part is only one of us can talk to them. Yeah. You gotta and work we, that part out. And then we gotta relay the message. <laughs> that is uh oh, that's fucking perfect. Oh, uh, what were we talking about before that? Oh, was it the duty? Oh, no, well, and Charlie M says, When are you gonna get Vince on Twitch stream with you and Brendan? Uh at some point you have to start playing video games, dude. Yeah, I have to buy like a gaming system. You gotta buy a game system, dude. Because once you start once you start already, gaming, dude, let me just tell you, once you start gaming, your life's going to fucking change, dude. Because, first of all, all the bitches are on the Twitches. Yeah, uh-huh. And then you're going to start playing games, and you're going to be like, oh, this is that life that I always wanted when I was a kid, but now I'm an adult, and I'm making money doing it. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. So you got to get on video game toys. I'm all right. I think I'm good. I have enough stupid uh, stereotypical dude hobbies that I don't know that I need to start gaming. Yeah. You like play golf and shit. Yeah. God, I, I don't know what people do who don't play golf ever since I, the pandemic started. I just started playing golf and it is it's the best COVID thing to do because mm-hmm. you are far away from everyone uh you're not gonna get covid from golf uh and also no yeah probably not um and like you just you feel safe and you're outside and it's nice uh the only problem with golf is i only play on municipal golf courses obviously yeah um and uh depending on the golf course sometimes the people behind you really want you to be good at golf but you're not and so Look, you, you don't have to be good. You just have to be fast. Like, well, that, I hate that a little bit. Like, cause I, I, I went out with some friends when I, I went up to Vallejo, uh, like few, uh, months ago. Oh, I, I went to go to Thanksgiving with, uh, Francesca and, and, and her mom. Um, and then I, I played golf with my friends while I was out there. And number one, 
I I got confused because I thought I I thought like oh we're gonna golf together that means we're gonna talk and catch up but mostly we're just all in separate golf carts like just uh, trying to find our ball and uh, and I think I was thinking of fishing. You got to share the cart. That's yeah, the but we weren't allowed to share the cart. There's oh, rules. Oh yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Um. And then also there was like behind us were like guys who I assume they were like cops on vacation. <laughs> Are they, are they everyone looks like a cop if you could have been me i fucking hate slow people in front of me it sucks because yeah. here's the thing i don't care if you suck but like you know hurry, pick, hurry up, pick up, up pick up the pick up the ball at a certain point if it's not going well and that's fine yeah no i i mean i i, I get it but also it's like i guess what i really want is to have an entire golf course to myself and take my sweet sweet time oh yeah of course well that's what everybody wants well i want the opposite which is I want the entire golf course to myself so I can finish around in like uh, two and a half hours, yeah. which I have done and it's great. But then, you know, you get out there on the Muni and you got uh, Joe fucking can't find his ball <laughs> out in front of you and it takes like five hours. That's me. I'm Joe. Well, the thing is, it, it also the course matters. Like there's a course here that I don't play specifically because it's a link style course and that means there's fucking tall grass on uh-huh. both sides of every fairway. So no matter what, it, like you got two people tromping out in the goddamn swamp looking for their ball in every hole. Yeah. And uh, I don't need that shit. Just play somewhere where you can either find your ball or you have to hit again because uh-huh. waiting for people to tromp around in the woods to find their ball is fucking terrible. Too much tromping, dude. And that's... here's the thing. You're not going to find it, and that's fine. And it's crazy because I – but I just lose balls all the time. And, and, and so like, I'm wondering, is that part of the game where you just lose every ball? Yes. You lose a lot of balls. That's how that's part of the game. Yes. I don't like that very much, dude. Um, so, uh, we got a question from the audience here, Vince, what kind of beers do you like? IPA stouts, Pilsners? Um, I like a, uh, I like a darker, I like a darker lager for the most oh, part. Oh shit. You like a darker lager? Yeah. I like oh. a look. I like a beer that's got a little color and not too much hops. Whatever that fucking consists of, which is uh, tough. Ever since IPAs started, where people think IPAs are the only type of craft beer, which is uh, you know pale and has a lot of bitter hops in it. Neither of which I like too much. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember uh, back when I used to drink uh, a beer that I liked a lot. Um, was uh heroin oh yeah that's a good one yeah, yeah you don't even have to taste it you don't even have to taste it go directly into the veins dude get uh, your thoughts, shit together dude my thoughts on sours um to me like i don't when i taste one i'm not like ew gross i just think of it as like a separate thing i feel like you gotta be in the mood for just a sour like i'm either in the mood for a beer or a sour and they don't seem it seems like a different thing to me and i'm rarely there's rarely a moment in my life where i'm like hey i really want to have a sour today yeah. even though when i drink one it tastes fine but i don't know they're not really my thing yeah i don't know I, I don't think i know what a sour is dude um so check it out like uh that's the kind of beer where um they just use the yeast that's in the air like it's like wild yeast it's not uh-huh. like you know it's not your fucking industrialized yeast so sometimes they just open the vat and let whatever yeast is there uh ferment that shit oh fuck i wish i hadn't asked i don't care i don't care i I, I (laughs) just don't i just don't i don't care dude 100 fair answer yeah um 
All right. Let's see. Um, oh, someone wants to know about Promising Young Woman. Matt, did you see it? I saw it. No, I did not see it. Promising Young Women? Is that a... Young Woman. Is that a documentary? Um, it is a like rape revenge movie uh, Ooh, starring Carrie, Carrie Mulligan. Yeah. What um, is? It? I thought it was okay. I thought it had like a fun ending, but it was mostly like not. Does she does she get revenge? She gets revenge. Um, that's, a, that's a good ending. That's the ending that you would expect. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it'd it be fun? weird. Um, like it was like a, you know, like her her blaze of glory that she goes out in was kind of was creative. I didn't really buy any of the characters too much, but uh, the ending was kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. No, I did not see it. I didn't see many movies. And you know what? After first cow, I don't think I want to see a movie ever again. I'll say this. That was the movie where I didn't like Carrie Mulligan didn't bother me. Like Carrie Mulligan, you know, some people are annoyed by Meryl Streep and they think she's like a, you know, like a showboater kind of thing. Or like, you you mean Laura Linney? Yeah, like your Laura Linney, like Carrie Mulligan is my Laura Linney, I think. Really? Yeah, because I feel like she oh. does a lot of movies where she cries and like they're always doing close-ups of her crying. And I don't really care about Carrie Mulligan crying that she much. She's got a Muppet face, right? I'm trying to remember. What does she look like? She's got a face like a Muppet. Carrie Mulligan. I don't think she looks like a Muppet. She's like she's a pretty normal looking. Yeah, girl. no, that's her. Yeah, she got a Muppet face. All right, all right. Well, who knows? Who knew? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, Who yeah, knows? yeah. Wow, she's your Laura Linney. That's a big deal, dude. Because my Laura Linney shit is just like, it is. It is not changed, and and it should. You I'm kind of with you on Laura Linney. Yeah, it's just there's something about her. It's just uh, I just I see her on screen. And I'm like, there's that. There's that fucking Laura Linney again. <laughs> yeah. Well, like for me, Carrie Mulligan, she's in uh, Inside Lewin Davis, which is, you know, one of my top five of all time, probably. Sure. sure and sure. Um, her performance is just so like one note and dull where like her whole thing is being mad at Lewin. And that's like her yeah. only thing. And I feel like a lot of her movies are like that, where she's just doing a one note kind of thing. Yeah. She's just she's just mad at Lewin in a bunch of different movies. Yeah. 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 Did I ever tell you about my parents with Inside Lewin Davis? This is the most insulting thing my parents ever did. What? Um, <laughs> they called to see if you're okay afterwards because he no, reminded you. No, worse. Worse. Um, I told them, uh, I think I'm going to go see uh, Inside Lewin Davis. And they're like, oh, we saw that. Uh, we we didn't want to tell you about that movie because we thought it might upset you. And I was like, what What do you mean? They were like, well, nothing. I just, never never mind, never mind. Then I watched it, and it was about this fucking loser who never makes it. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that shit, shit hurts so bad. I was like, what do you, wait, why did this remind you of, of me? Like, I'm not, like, first of all, shit's going great. Like, have you seen the Patreon? You know, like, it was, it was like, well, no, podcasting is kind of like the folk Mom, music. we almost got 700 patrons. <laughs> we were so close to 700. So I don't even see why you would say this stuff. Yeah, it was it was so insulting. Uh, but but I, I, it came from love, which I appreciated. Well, also, you know what you should take from that is uh, give like, up. Lewin is really good. Like, objectively, That's when true. he sings his songs, they're fucking yeah, amazing. And it's true. just the world that you can't tell if he's going to catch on or not through no fault of his own. I would, but I would love it for my parents to be like, we think you're very talented. You're just not marketable. 
which, yeah, yeah. which I, I, you know, I would be like, well, thank you. I, but I'm, there's, there's a market Vince. I'm convinced there's a market for us out there somewhere. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. we, just look, we got, we got like, we had at one point 69 people watching this. Oh man. That's nice. nice. Yeah. Nice. And I'm just saying like mom and dad, you're going to see, you're going to see one day me and Vince straight to the top. Which like the number makes me feel bad, but at the same time, like I would never sit and watch us. Respect oh, no, to everyone who's doing that. But well, yeah, I mean, I also crazy. To me. I mean, the the only promo I did for this was uh, was via Twitter, and uh, you know, that's uh, I was like, I'm not gonna set this up so that like part of me was like, all right, we should do a live stream. We'll do it a month in advance. Uh, like, <laughs> right. you know, we'll we'll start promoing a month every day, a little bit, and then I was like, no, nah, let's just do it on thursday and not build it up because we know it's going to be like only one person can hear the phone call but now yeah. i gotta Look, say we Vince, got two calls and they're both did. solid both solid calls um and uh but now that we are here um on youtube i think it's like i think it's time to start uh beefs with other youtubers okay and I don't know who, but I know that's a way to build followers. Is I'm or not going to start it with the Paul brothers because I think there was a time when I probably thought I could kick their ass, but now I'm not so sure. I don't know. He knocked Nate Robinson into the into the next dimension, and I'm like, yeah. well, shit. I don't know. I think I could use. I think my. I think I could neutralize him with my jits, but who knows? Maybe he's been training that too. I yeah, it is definitely like I have to admit that like after seeing him knock out Nate Robinson, like. There was part of me that was just like, ah, I'm making fun of th- making fun of them is lame now. <laughs> that's lame. I would yeah. like like oh, that's what normie people actually like. The cool thing to do now is to like really like and respect him. Uh, like both of the Paul brothers are like strong and cool, and you know they're they're friends. But but like, who would we talk shit on? Like, who's a big YouTuber? Uh, my step kid watches uh, Dude Perfect. They're like. Fuck you, dude. Perfect. More yeah. like, dude, shitty. Yeah. Good. Yep. Yep. Drink that tea. Somebody, uh, somebody tell them I said that. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get three emails about this. <laughs> hey, dude, perfect. Not into your shit. That's all I know about that. Like, uh, oh, well, hey. Someone, someone described it as jackass for youth pastors, which uh, is oh. about the most accurate description i can think of because it's like um it feels like they started it trying Mm -hmm. to appeal to people their age and i think they're all like you know 20 to 30 something guys yeah but um but they seem very uh like christian athlete-y and Mm -hmm. like the only people that it really caught on with like eight-year-olds for whatever reason and not uh you know adults but it's weird because they'll be like their video will be like the beach stereotypes and then it'll be just like a series of act outs about like the different types of people that you meet at the yeah. beach and i'm like seeing my like nephew and stepson watch this and i'm like i'm pretty sure they don't know what a stereotype is yeah but they re- they think the, la- the act outs are really funny yeah. so there yeah. you go i mean i think uh uh listener scott rivet um summed it up perfectly <laughs> more, like dude, more like dude worthless someone tell them that we said that because yeah. if we could start a public beef with like another youtuber then like what happens is is like people go like because then they do a response video um and then 
and then that they get your name out there. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden you're cool. So anyways, mm -hmm. uh, smash mm -hmm. that subscribe. Um, I think this this next question will be our final uh, segment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I really want to eat my sushi. Yeah, and I got fish waiting for me. Um, but uh, Matt, did you finish a teacher? Yes, I did. And I appreciated the ending. Uh, I, I, what, with his life being ruined. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that his life was ruined. Um, and I like that. You're like, oh, whatever. I'm glad I didn't get to fuck Kate Mora. Yeah, no, I, that, that's, that's how I feel. That's, I mean, what I, I mean, listen, my whole concern with that show watching it was like, are they going to do a thing where we're supposed to feel bad for her? And then they did at the very, very end, flip it on its head. And, uh, it is about how, it's like almost like a conceptual bit that they did where they were like, nah, this whole time we've been focusing mostly on like her and like her struggles and feeling bad for her. And meanwhile, this kid's life was like totally fucked up. And well, yeah, uh, you know what I appreciated about it? It was the same thing that I appreciated about uh, the death of Dick Long, where like they took a story that doesn't usually get much um, thought about the characters in it. Cause usually yeah. it's like, someone does that and they're like oh this teacher was like this you know predator and they groomed somebody and it was like this whole weird thing um but mm -hmm. uh a teacher was kind of like maybe it's just like two like broken people in weird ways like found yeah. each other and they got into like this weird relationship that like broke each other more mm -hmm. and uh and i was like oh that seems uh that seems like they gave that a thought and that probably seems like how it probably happens yeah, yeah. I, I I felt like that was uh I mean it was it was necessary for me to enjoy this show. Like I I was I was uh, I was getting really mad at at what they were doing with it in in kind of just being like, "Oh man, ever since I fucked my student, like shit's been going wrong for me." And I was just like, "Well, yeah, that's you know, you did something bad." And it's yeah. weird that you it's weird that you don't think it's like you didn't think this was bad to a point at which you told another teacher. That was, that was the part that was hardest for me to swallow where I'm like, she really had no conception that fucking a high school kid was going to ruin her life. Well, it's like, she knew it was bad and she knew it could ruin her life. He's like, what? He's 18. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like, as soon as she told uh, her friend, the other teacher, um, like that was when I was like, wait, what is what? Cause I was confused. Like, I was glad that the friend like flipped out on her, but it, it, it was timed her out immediately without even yeah, a second thought. I a, that. Immediate snitch mode, which like yeah. I, I never respect a snitch, but also I expect a snitch. See mm -hmm. that that's the new t-shirt line I'm selling. Never respect a snitch, but always yeah. expect a snitch because uh -huh. like, that's what people do. They snitch. And the idea that she thought that that wouldn't immediately lead to her being snitched on and then yeah. her life being destroyed that, I mean, part of me kind of was like, I don't know if her friend would immediately snitch. Like part of me was like, she would probably have no. to like carry it and then just be like, you have to break up with him. She would think about it for a couple of days at least. Uh, yeah, at least a couple of days, but it was kind of like an, she immediately went into snitch mode. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought no. the election version of that was a little more realistic where uh, what happens in election? Um, so, uh, what's his name? Mr. 
Jessica Parker. Uh, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, his friend is fucking Tracy Flick, and he finds out about it, and he's like kind of horrified. I mean, he is horrified. Yeah, but he uh, like doesn't say anything about it. Yeah, and uh, and you know he doesn't like he doesn't try to cover for the guy or anything. But he's like, bro, this is stupid. This is crazy. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna pretend he didn't say that kind of thing. And the guy gets yeah. caught. And, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Astro Pancake says. Um, uh, do you think it was detrimental for the audience um, to, uh, that it fast forwards through her prison time? Uh, she felt like she served her time, I guess, but the audience never sees that part. Yeah. And here's the thing. I, I'm not at all about like, oh, she should fucking spend the rest of her life in prison and she's a piece of shit forever. And I fucking she is, a, you know, like uh she shall she should never get her life back in order i hope she fucking dies in her ditch you know like no i i i do think that like um you know people people do get better and they serve the you know sometimes they get better because they went to prison but i would say most of the time they um prison doesn't necessarily help um but my my issue wasn't that like she should be punished uh, and that her life should be destroyed and good her life was destroyed. It was just that the way that they were kind of like making it a little bit about like um, kind of like making you feel bad for her, not because of this thing that happened, but because like her... The excuses, I, but my marriage wasn't perfect and right. I didn't know what I wanted and I was confused and I just, I just felt, you know, I fell for someone and sometimes, you know, love is like, the, like it felt like they were going for that a little bit early on. And I was just like, oh, this is infuriating. Um, I, liked, I liked the punk rockness of making it like legitimately, like trying to make it sexy when they're hooking up. Yeah. like that's uh it was pretty punk i appreciated that yeah no they 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 went for it dude they were just like oh well this is hot so we'll make it hot um <laughs> which is which is fine um but also uh yeah i i just i wanted to see where they were going with it and it, it made me very nervous because i was very nervous that this was going to be a thing where it's like it is i don't know like not advocating but passively uh it just passively being okay with someone uh taking advantage of their student and i was like that's not that's not cool mm -hmm. worse i thought it was going to be like a feminist reading of it where it's like actually it's uh we're reclaiming statutory rape and i was just like <laughs> yeah. i i really hope no one would be stupid enough to make a thing like that and they didn't and i appreciate that cool well solid b plus from, solid, from this viewer i gotta say uh Solid B plus show, and I gotta say, solid B plus live stream, dude. What yeah. don't you think? I mean, like, yeah. fellas, ladies, other out there, <laughs> get in the comments, get it going. Tell us, tell us what grade you would give this live stream because we mm. want to know out there. And uh, you know, we are really, we really appreciate everyone who decided to show up, all of our callers. We appreciate, um, all of our subscribers subscribe now subscribe to our youtube channel and to our twitch channel because you know this is the new age vince this is I wanna, what i want people to, to congratulate me for the fact that i made it through this whole podcast without peeing yeah yeah seriously though that uh, congrats on that because like yeah. at any point you could leave that's the best thing about these things it's like who cares you know mm -hmm. anyways i think you should leave
patreon.com slash fraudcast for all of the fraudcast episodes uh that come out there uh fraudcast at gmail.com uh also just real quick um we are so close to 700 patrons and uh like i'm just saying come on like some of you like you're close and you're like no i'm not gonna but please patreon.com slash fraudcast uh vince i know you got your mouth full but what's the google voice number 415-275-0030 all right everyone thank you so much for listening and until next time good night and good chins all right i gotta end the broadcast (laughs) i'm eating 